Welcome to the Me The Money Show. I'm Dan Barnes, Editorial Director at Markets Media Europe, and joining me is Terry Flanagan, Editor at Markets Media. Terry, welcome back to the show. Mr. Barnes, thank you very much. Happy to be here. So we have seen some very interesting developments in the trading landscape over the past week. I've seen that TradeWeb has reported its annual daily volumes for the past month, that is June, were up 35% year on year, which is quite incredible. And I've seen some very interesting reports out and about too. But first of all, there has been a good and I suppose very uh, promising development in the world of crypto assets, I understand. Yeah, what we saw earlier this week, TPICAP, a, a very large uh, fintech brokerage firm, they, they came out and said they're launching a wholesale electronic marketplace for spot crypto asset trading and also providing connectivity to the market. So, you know, what's in the news on a day-to-day basis might be the fluctuation, the volatility in the Bitcoin price, which has been down quite a bit recently. But this is another vote of confidence in the long-term future of the digital marketplace. So, you know, we uh, spoke with Simon Forster, who's co-head of digital assets at TPICAP. And he told us that he, he's looked, they're doing it as a long-term play. They think it's a secular shift akin to the way electronification was in more traditional capital markets about 20 years ago. So, you know, this is just one more example of a a large and reputable influential firm in capital markets who's, uh, you know, it's a vote of confidence in the future of the the digital assets market. Absolutely. And it's very interesting, isn't it? Because there's no definite currency in particular that people will back because when they're creating infrastructure and creating funds, they can choose which of the various different digital instruments they they want to favor or unfavor. So it doesn't necessarily mean good things for Bitcoin, but overall for the asset class more generally. Right. Yeah, it remains to to be seen how it will shake out and what the landscape might look like 10, 5, even one year from now. But TPI cap is seeking to get out ahead of uh, of the what what they see as as a trend and you know, if and when this the trading of digital assets really develops to the extent that they they are expecting you know presumably they're going to be one they're going to have a, a first mover advantage yeah that's really good thank you very much one of the other things i mentioned trade web in the introduction um that we've seen this week is that electronic trading still seems to be booming in fixed income if you take the umbrella of all different bonds, asset classes and swaps as well. And that's very promising to see because fixed income markets do need greater electronification. They do suffer from very manual processing, which means that asset managers and broken dealers and investment banks have to commit a lot more resources into the trading of any one instrument than they do for other asset classes, such as foreign exchange or equities. So that's promising. One thing that really caught my attention, though, this week was that Graysmark, the analyst fund, published a report on the cross-asset electronic trading solutions uh, which are out there. What they said is that it's actually quite difficult to find anything which fulfills all of your needs across multiple assets. Lots of trading platforms say they're going to do that. Very few can actually do that, if any at all. So they said that the expectations amongst traders for finding a single solution that's going to work across equities, FX, fixed income, et cetera, and presumably now digital assets as well, is actually far away from what you can actually get on the street. So I think we're still seeing products which have been developed with a particular instrument in mind. That means they're somewhat focused on that and the rest of the the suites tend to have been developed on the back of it. So that means that electronic trading is sort of being held back a bit by the trading platforms, of course. 
Right, right. That is interesting because, uh, you know, we've done a fair amount of, of work with in, on this, speaking with trading technology firms over recent years. And yeah, right. The firms themselves, they, they say they have true multi-asset best of breed systems, but more often than not, it seems like when we talk to the market participants themselves, the, the actual traders, they say, you know, they need best of breed in each specific asset class. And Sometimes it, it's hard. It's really difficult for a firm to get best of breed in multiple asset classes. So they, rather than uh, get a multi-asset system that might not be best of breed in everything, because they need quote unquote best of breed in everything, they are more likely to go for individual systems. So, so there is certainly a trend towards more uh, putting it all together into multi-asset offerings. But right as the as as you allude to in, in the Gray Spark report, it does seem that the the promise of you know true seamless best of breed multi asset cl- uh, trading is is uh, a little bit ahead of the uh, reality on on the on the trading desks. Yeah, definitely. And one of the other things, actually, a trend which, which sort of supports that idea is that we've seen some of the very big platforms out there, like BlackRock, Aladdin, and Charles River Development, who have been marketed as sort of front to back solutions in terms of the, the whole investment process for the buy side have started to partner with smaller firms more frequently. So often they are actually providing best of breed support on particular functions to the clients that they, they have, which suggests that it's actually quite a challenging thing to do to create new innovative tools or services within a total front-back solution to match all the different requirements of different types of asset manager out there. So right, you know, right. I, I do think that the trend will continue to move toward multi-asset trading, but still, I, I think the single system specialists, you know, those firms that are really outstanding in the one or two specific things they might do, I, I think there's uh, going to continue to be a place for them for for a very long time. Absolutely, that's great, Terry. Thanks so much. Thanks, Dan.